At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, is this thing on? Oh, are we live? Yeah. Well, this is gonna be fun. Yeah. We should put it between us. So, so normally we are live from our own studio, but not today. Today, we're broadcasting from. I feel like I should do an official welcome. My my smartphone. Welcome, and let us know that you're hearing us, because this feels strange. Yeah, this is totally random. Like we are in an office in St. Louis, <laughs> um, and. Rather than having individual microphones, we have my cell phone that we're going back and forth between the both of us. Can you maybe just like set it between us? No. Like, can we set it like right here and it picks up? But, I but think what it'll if pick it up. falls? No, it'll be fine. It's gonna fall no. over. Well, of course, but you just sit. Where, like, where's your microphone? I don't know where my okay. microphone is. So there we go. This is abnormal. So now we just look like two people talking into a desk. Isn't that fun? I wish someone could take our picture right now, because this is crazy. I did I did um, have some audio here that we is could... Is that our theme song? Yeah. Oh, you want to play our theme song? I, I can. And officially start the show? Oh, nice. Where's Tessie? Oh, right. She did not come with us. <laughs> she is not here right now. So... Should I do Tessie? Yeah. I sound like Elmo. You do sound like <laughs> Elmo. Elmo, where's you to go? How's it going? Good. Um, she did ask how I'm doing. I feel like I you like should. I like you in tonight. Okay. Nope. Nope. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I feel like we were supposed to be doing the part of Sesame Street where it's like. Today's, sponsored by the number yeah, four. Yeah, sponsored by the number four. <laughs> and, and the, the letter, letter Q. I didn't know what letter you were going mm, for. We're going to go with Q. Well, thank you for tuning in. By the way, we have the chat up, so feel free to chat along. Let us know if you have kind of any comments or questions, that kind of stuff, because we would love to, to do that. And even just to know that you can hear us, because again, yes. this is a very strange setup. But we're going to do the live show. We're committed to it. We love it. We love hanging out with you and doing this thing. So And technology lets us do it from our smartphones. <laughs> So here's the deal. We kind of mentioned it um, before, but we're in St. Louis at one of our affiliate stations where we do our radio show for. They're raising money this week, and so we're here helping them raise money for their station um, to kind of keep that on the air. That's Boost 101.9 in St. Louis. Uh, so while we're on the road, we're able to continue to do this thing, even if it's a little more raw format, um, and do it that way. It looks like the levels are good. I think the levels look fine. Yeah. So we're doing it that way. So uh, we might have interruptions. 
Sure. We might have to go have lunch. <laughs> um, all kinds of things can happen. In fact, with the doors opening and one of our friends from Booth might be coming in here in yeah. a second. We'll so. just invite them on the show. That's, that's no big deal. What's up, J-Bo? Hi, J-Bo. You're on the What's show. On? We're going live. You're, you're you live on Shoe the Dough Live. Good day. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Governor. <laughs> Jabo is from uh, Manchester, England. I am. So. That's not true. No, it's not. No, oh, wait. I'm supposed to pretend to. <laughs> oh, Lordy. You might want to work up your acting skills, homie. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Governor? Governor? Hello. <laughs> I'm going to go eat. Do it. Yes. So let's kick off the show with story time. So what's like what's been happening in Danae's life since we last visited on Shoe the Dough Live? Well, as you know, I tell embarrassing stories. Is it another embarrassing story? Today I had my zipper down. <laughs> well, so. the good news is you're in radio. <laughs> it's not like, you know, as big as if you were like in television. But as Aaron referenced, it's not normal radio. This is fundraising mm -hmm. time, which means that the place is filled with volunteers. <laughs> That's true. And That's we are point. around an entire crew of people. Mm -hmm. so, so did you find out like in an embarrassing way? Well, I mean, a Jabo, who you just mm -hmm. heard, she came over and whispered in my ear and said, check your pants. <laughs> check your pants. Check your pants, girl. <laughs> that does not sound like your check zipper's your down. Pants, that girl. sounds like you had an accident. Yeah. <laughs> check your pants. Well, that's not what I would say. I was confused I mean, at first. Right? Like, how is that but, something you say for a zipper the situation? Thing. Here's the thing. I have, there are so many other things that you would say for a zipper these, situation. These jeans are my notorious jeans. Okay. I think maybe most of us have that pair mm -hmm. of jeans. Where I know I have. they dysfunction. Mm -hmm. They're not functional jeans. Yes. Yes. That is the pair that I'm wearing today. Mm -hmm. And I usually try to make sure to be extra aware of yeah. these because they're dangerous. I understand. We all... We all have dysfunctional genes. We all come from families with issues. That's not what I was saying, I but understand. good reference. Uh -huh. The other layer to this is that the last time I saw Jabo when we were in St. Louis, I wore these jeans that night too. Right. And um, I told her, please help me keep watch. Because <laughs> I thought you were going to say, please help me keep my zipper up. <laughs> no. <laughs> please walk around with me. No. Hold the little tab. I, we're not that close. <laughs> okay. But so now I think that maybe this is the you know thing she's gonna think that I just can't keep my <laughs> pants zipped, which is awful. Anyway, that's my story. Can I go back to the fact that she said check your pants? Like, what would you say? Check your fly, maybe. That kind um, of thing. X Y Z. I mean, isn't that examine your zipper? Oh yeah, that is. But that's I forgot same? about that. Uh huh. I don't know. I think I usually just say your zipper is down. <laughs> That I get works straight as well. to the point. <laughs> I was uh, giving, I was at the biggest youth retreat I had ever done speaking at. And I was there for four days and it was like the biggest message and I was like bringing the Jesus, you know, like it was, it was altar time, right? And I get done and I'm feeling really good and my zipper is completely down and have been the entire time. Uh... And it was one of those situations where there's no podium, there's nothing, you know, it's, you know, just speaking freely in front of everybody, and I think everybody has that uh, has that situation. One of our live listeners right now, the BDG, mm -hmm. says he would say he or she would say, "Are you afraid of heights? Your zipper is." <laughs> that was one I remember that from school too. That's a good way to say it. So I, that would take me a second. You'd <laughs> be like, "What? <laughs> what are you?" Talking I mean, about? yes, I used to be afraid of heights, but what does this have to do with my zipper? Oh. <laughs> 
Nice. Great. Nice. So yeah, that's what. What about you? What's going on in your life? What's your oh story my today goodness to start the podcast? Yeah, I should have thought of one. I should have prepared. I'm unprepared today. Well, um, then maybe yours can just be your zipper story. No, I had one. There was something that happened this week, but I can't remember. And I'm I'm just gonna stall the show if I try to sit here and think about it. So. Nobody wants you to stall the show. <laughs> no. Nobody. No. We so, should do a someday. We're gonna have to do a video podcast. You know what too. we could do? You know what you could do? You can do what's called filler. So what you do is you just talk about whatever you want to talk about uh -huh. while I get a chance just to lean back, think about the story I was going to tell, something that happened this week, okay. you know? Okay. So go ahead. You do filler All right. for as long as you can, and I'll try to think. All right. So they're having the lunch catered today, and so I go in there, and I'm having like a little tummy trouble today. I'm just not feeling right. And so all I walk out of is a plate with like a tiny bit of potato salad and a little bit of beans. And I think that like I'm walking back through all of these people and they're just like, you know, everyone's looking at my plate, assessing my lunch. Uh -huh. And everyone is confused about why I don't have like a big piece of pork. Because <laughs> there's like pork and beans back there. Really? I haven't even been back there yet. And then I like need to mounds eat. of dessert. Mm -hmm. And all I have is like a half of a hard boiled egg, some potato <laughs> salad, and like beans. And that's right there behind you. Nice. And someone commented, they're like, wow, you sure are hungry. And I'm like, yeah. Don't fill yourself up too far. And then and then they thought that that was really funny, so they laughed. I was not that funny. No, that no. Funny. Hey, it worked. I remembered. I remembered the story I wanted to tell. Okay. So basically, uh, what happened was, and actually, yes, my wife is listening. She just reminded me as well. That was the story I wanted to tell. Your wife is amazing. She is amazing Hi, in Jen. so many ways. So what happened was, I was reorganizing. My oldest son has uh, type one diabetes. Okay, so he has a lot of supplies with that. Insulin, needles, pumps, you know. Paraphernalia. Uh, paraphernalia. Medical yes. paraphernalia. His drug paraphernalia. He has a whole cupboard for it. And it had been getting out of hand. You know how cupboards do? Like you just start throwing stuff in there and they start getting out of hand. And I am in cleaning mode during the spring. So I cleaned out his drug paraphernalia cupboard, right? So I get it all organized and I get the top shelf organized with his supplies that haven't been open and the middle shelf organized with the supplies that have. And so I'm talking to him about this and I say, Austin, I want you to know that I've organized all your stuff in your cupboard and I want you to take a look at it and see it. And so we walk up to the cupboard and he goes, so is this my move that bus moment? Do you remember Extreme Home Makeover? Oh, yeah. So he goes, move that bus. <laughs> and I open up his diabetes cupboard, and he falls to the ground and pretends like he's <laughs> weeping. He's like, oh, my goodness, you did it. I can't believe this. I can't believe it. It was so funny. And it's one of those moments as a parent where you're like, oh, you can my, appreciate your son's sarcasm. Oh, my goodness. My you are growing hilarious. up. My son is really, really funny. <laughs> Way to go. So you kind of, you know, there's that pride. First of all, I'm How laughing hysterically. How would it be if no one thought that was funny, but you though you're like my my son is hilarious and everyone's like that's not that funny. well you weren't there so you don't know so actually I that is to, really funny I, it was it was really really funny um so i i really enjoyed that well i thought today since we're here in st louis doing fundraising for boost 1019 and because this show itself is happening because people support it uh at our patreon account i wanted to talk a little oh that's interesting if just so you know, Danae just grabbed a tissue container mm -hmm. and popped her phone into the tissue container so that 
hopefully the microphone end. Although I don't yeah. know that we're sure. Guys, I'm, I don't know that listen. we're sure you didn't just stick the microphone into the Guys, tissue container. This is what's happening. We're <laughs> we're doing a really raw show here, and I just had to kind of create a little mic stand out of my phone. If this is super muffled, it is because you are literally inside of a Kleenex <laughs> box right now. I apologize. However, I hope that it. Well, is actually correct. Yes. I mean, because it wouldn't make sense for Samsung to put the mic by your ear. It did, would make it would make sense for it to be by the mouthpiece. Did the sound just get better or worse? Let <laughs> us know in the comments. We'd appreciate it. So, okay, you were saying you want yes. us to kind of converse about. Well, it's weird to ask people for money, right? Like well, it has okay. been. Like your your whole life, I feel like you're taught, you know, to be self supportive and self sufficient, and you know that asking people for money is like a lowering of your pride. You know, like, I mean, am I wrong in that? Culturally, well, it's doesn't vulnerable. It... You're vulnerable when you ask somebody for for money because it's you know you're not asking for a loan. You know, you're asking them to support something. And that's how that's how shoot the dough live. That's how this show is possible. Right. I lost sound in the left channel, but the right is fine. <laughs> um, the BDG, maybe check your headphones. <laughs> Just sometimes I have to wiggle mine. I don't know. Did the left one fall out? <laughs> Um, because so we do this show through Patreon, which mm -hmm. uh, supporters give between you know three and a hundred dollars a month right now to help this show be possible. And we had to decide: are we willing to ask our friends, family, and fans to help us to make this show possible? And we believe in what we do, and I think that's the difference, right? Is when you really believe in what you're doing, you're willing to ask an audience for help to fund it. And that's how most Christian stations are funded. That's not how right. all Christian stations are funded, but a lot of them are funded because they're not for profit. So they're, you know, they exist because of people who listen, who give to help it happen. Giving is an interesting thing. Like, how do you decide, let's flip, let's flip this around. So like, how do you, Danae, decide what you're giving your hard-earned money to like when you see a Kickstarter let's say or a patreon or you know a Christian stations asking for money or a church or whatever how do you decide okay this is where my giving part of my budget it's what I consume where it goes it's like what Danae consumes so you have a consumer mentality you're yeah. paying for a I pay product. for what I, yes and if I'm using it free like really frequently then I'm more apt to like for example app, an app if I love an app that I mm. find and it's free, but I use it for a long time, and then maybe there's like a remove ad feature or something like that. I, I will oftentimes go ahead and just send them like a few bucks. Like Monument Valley, the um, the game mm -hmm. that I found. You yeah. Know, I thought that was worth, you know, four bucks one time just to yeah. buy a game that was beautiful and fun to play, et cetera. But that's different. That's a purchase. Right? They are charging. But that's for the same. For in my mind, it's the same thing. Like, you ask so how you, I... So you really do come to it from a consumer mentality. Yes. Okay. And I wonder if I'm not... Like, I think I'm probably the majority. Yeah, I don't know. I come to it, you know, much more from a, like... I like believe, a tithing like a type thing? Yeah, like a passion, you know, place. Like, what I give to that I don't buy, if I don't have to buy something, if it's like, um, you know, donation, that kind of thing, what I give to is stuff I'm really passionate about, you know, that I want to make sure they know that I want them to continue. I guess, I guess an interesting comparison would be like Spotify, right? Spotify has a free version. I what pay it, for Spotify. Right, and I do too. Like $9.99 a month. Exactly. I think they call that like the freemium model so it's like free but you can also pay for premium in fact we we pay for our you know mixler 
you know, it, there's, there a, is a free there's a free of option of the, what we use to broadcast the show. But we don't use the free one. We pay for it. And I think that has to do more of a consumer mentality for me. It's like, okay, I... I but why is this so fascinating to you? Is it because we're doing a fundraiser right now? Like, you're just thinking about why people give? Yeah, well, it's fascinating for, to me because I think it's changing. Don't you think it's changing, like, in our culture? That people are much more apt to give to things that they don't have to than they used to be? Like, it used to be you bought everything in your life, and then you tithed to your church. And that was kind of how people saw giving. And if there was anything above that, it was like, you know, giving to support a missionary or, you know, that kind of thing. But anymore, like with Kickstarter and all these crowdfunding kind of things, I think it's interesting to see how the culture is changing, like, right around us. Hmm. That it's no longer about that. Do you not see that shift happening? No. Maybe there's a cultural divide. Maybe like, you know, what, between boys and girls. <laughs> no. What? Between the fact that you're like so much younger than me. I am not <laughs> that much younger than you. You like to say you're old and wise, but really you're just old. I don't add wise. Oh. You added that. And thank you. I appreciate you're welcome. that. <laughs> I'm just old. No, I don't know. I don't know. I think like there's just so many more options and so many more. We have exposure to so much more because of the internet and technology. So and in your everyday life, you can come across, you know, however many Kickstarters you want to go search through or however many more Patreon people you want to go search for or, or you know, like, there's just so many more opportunities. I don't know that it's, I think that's shifted. It feels shifted. different, especially in with what we do. Like, you know, cable, TV was just something pumped into your home. You paid 60 bucks and you got everything and it got pumped into your home. But now it's like you choose the a la carte, the shows or the channels. But I think that's or, because they're money hungry. I don't think that that's because of consumer mentality. I think that's because they want us to pay more. Really? Yeah. Because if you wanted to have all the channels, you would have to pay bajillions of dollars a month. Yeah, but we don't want all the channels. That's what I'm saying. It's like changing. To where you get to choose what you want. Right, yeah. And our dollars are more specifically going to support the things that we love and we cherish and we you want. You need to work for Google. Why is that? In some sort of like algorithm <laughs> analytics center where you're like tracking people's giving because you're really excited. Like if we were on video, people I think would be really interested to see how excited you are about this topic. I just think I'm not going to lie. I was like, okay, yeah, we can talk about giving, you know, or mm -hmm. fundraising or whatever because it is interesting like to ask people for money. It does put the asker in a vulnerable situation mm -hmm. but like i feel like from a fundraising standpoint of going on the air and talking to friends about supporting something you know it's like more sharing information you're telling somebody about a project you know you're giving them the information about why their funds would be important and what their funds go towards that kind of a thing yeah, I just I think it's I think another thing that's changing is that people are searching out things to give to too, as opposed to searching out things they love and then giving to them. Like people are going to Kickstarter and looking for projects to back. Like that's different. What? Really? Yeah. Huh. At I, least that's what I see happening. I hope you're right because that's kind of a cool thing. Like during Christmas time, our family will look for goats and cows to send to people in third world countries. Don't you think that's different? Don't you think that's changed? I think it has. But I don't know it's like on this massive grand scale. Do you name the animals? No. That you're sending? No. No. I don't want to get attached. Because <laughs> likely they're going to be butchered. 
<laughs> no, they're not. N-E-N. No, they're not. That's not why you send They're eating them? Someday. You send the goats to be eaten? No. Who eats goats? I think they, I think they <laughs> duplicate themselves, you know, through goat procreation, and then they're probably eaten. Goat creation. Ew. <laughs> eaten goats. Um, I, on, on the topic of goats being eaten, so I saw a friend of mine, just random story, I saw a friend of mine who travels a lot to third world countries, like it's part of his job. He takes interns for, you know, big company to go see like right. how their funding helps, you know, in Haiti and all these other places. And so he's like, hey, do you want to see my trip? And so he's flipping through his cell phone and it's a series of pictures that go from like happy goat on the shoulders of local boy to slaughtered animal. No. Yeah. And he was really excited about it. He was genuinely interested in telling me. So it's like, you know, what's really exciting for one person, not always exciting for the other, but you kind of just have to go with it. You know, I didn't want to, like, throw his phone down and be like, that's terrible, and start crying, especially not right before my manicure, because <laughs> I saw him in the place where I get my manicures. I think I put that together. Yeah, I just wanted also, to Also, sure. in general, probably not a good idea to take somebody's phone and throw it on the ground. No. I'm just saying. No. Just as a general matter of practice. No. Letting people hold their phones in their hands. I never give somebody my phone because they'll start leafing through things. I don't want them to leaf through my photos. (laughs) Not that I have crazy, creepy photos or anything, but like there were like 12 pictures of my husband's eyeball. I just don't, there's no reason for them to know that. (laughs) Okay. So since you've put it out there, why were there 12 pictures of your husband's eyeball? I was testing my camera. (laughs) See, it's not that interesting. Yeah. To see how, like, if it could zoom in really closely like mm. how clear the picture could be mm. how did it do? okay it started because i was trying to tell justin my husband that he has green and brown in his eye and he was like no my eyes are brown <laughs> i was like no there's green in there too so then i had to take a picture to prove it were you right of course of course you were is that a question <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm not always right, but I am pretty spot on most of the time, I'd say. So here's a question that I have for you about fundraising. You are, as you have um, gotten into like the Christian radio thing where a lot of these fundraisers go Yes, go I have on. not always been in Christian radio. You've been in Christian radio for like 15, 15 years. 15 years, yeah, forever. I'm, I'm like not even four years in. So, And I shouldn't even say Christian radio. I should say listener-supported radio because public radio is the same way. Yeah, They're the other type of st- NPR is the other type of station that will do you know, like pledge listener drives, drives yeah. pledge drives, that kind of stuff. So what was it that you feel like was the biggest hurdle you had to get over the biggest, you know, question you had kind of thing when, like, the first fundraiser came around and you were, like, asking people to support this thing that you're doing? Oh, wow. That's a good question. I thought it was decent. That's yeah, why I asked that's it. that's a good question. Um, for me personally, it was, I guess, like, just understanding that I want to talk to people about a lot. Mm-hmm. I want them to know all the details like I I like to share information and that you're you're not really doing that all the time you know you're really trying to share the stories that they don't get to hear all the time it's like you know that their money really does help to build a ministry my very first fundraiser I didn't have any experience inside the ministry long enough to know what that meant right so that was difficult for me because I was like you know here's how it works you know you give and then we can keep the electricity on you know (laughs) 
But that wasn't what the heart of fundraising is for a ministry, mm-hmm. you know. And then as time went on, I actually became firsthand witness to people who call in saying that they were going to, like, literally go and end their life. And you were on those calls too, Aaron. Mm-hmm. They would call in at the morning show and talk about how they were just at the end of their rope. And that's when it really hit home. Like, oh, you know, this music, the message of love and peace and encouragement is something that they just knew that there was nobody else they could talk to except for the people that were on the other side of that song. Mm. And that's really when things kind of shifted and I was able to like take it heart centered. But the most difficult part was I think just believing that at the very beginning, not mm-hmm. having experienced it myself. You're right. You almost had to take I had to take word yeah, for it. Yeah, I had to take a guy's word for it because I didn't, I didn't have hands on. That's hard for me to do. I like experiencing things firsthand. I do believe people, but mm-hmm. I like to experience it myself. And that's, I mean, that's the same with, as we've done this as well, you know, originally with Shoe the Dough, the podcast, and now with Shoe the Dough Live too, to have lived a lot of those conversations and to realize the value there is in just having open conversations about, you know, any topic and life life and talking to different kinds of people who you won't necessarily, you know, always hear on quote unquote a Christian kind of show um, makes it valuable to me. And, you know, I think that's part of why you get over that hump is because you know there's value in it and you know that there are other people who would see value in it and Mm -hmm. see value in listening to it. And so you don't mind asking them that kind of thing. Yeah. So speaking of which, Tell people how to support this. Oh, cue <laughs> music. What are you gonna play? What are you gonna play? I now? have this music. That you, you loaded like. up beds and everything. Uh, you told me to be prepared, and you know, despite your <laughs> behind-the-scenes video cuts of me not being prepared. Okay, we're gonna talk about the behind-the-scenes video here in a second, but oh, that's very nice. Well, that's the one I like to use. If you like to support stuff, you should support us. Uh, we love doing this show. One of the things we're passionate about, as Aaron was mentioning, is um, as Christians who do a show, we also are just regular people, and we are very passionate about having honest conversations, and that's why Shoot the Dough exists. We wanted to kind of have a place where we could be quirky and fun and have real conversations in a totally new format outside of radio. So something more maybe adult. PG-13 is what you rated it oh, That's once. right, yeah. So... Clean PG-13, I guess. (laughs) PG-13 is scary these days, but I'm getting off topic. If you want to support a show uh, like this one, please consider doing so. Maybe give $3 a month or $5 a month. There are perks for giving, and all that is at Patreon. There are quick links at our website, though, at AaronAndDanae.com. Very well done. Faded the music and everything. Yeah, I know how to use the volume key. That was nicely done. Yeah, I thought we were going to have like J-Bo and Neely time in here to chat. I know. Well, I can go grab them. You do it. You start a show and, oh, and then I have to do filler? You want to do the solo filler? So I have to do filler now? I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you want to do? Yeah, go grab grab, uh, Neely time. See if he wants to come in and be on the show. Okay, have fun. Okay. Today is so much better at the the filler thing. Um, but since she talked about food, I'll talk about food because uh, it's been interesting to see people look at my plates of food recently. Because I'm this giant guy, uh, I'm six feet, you know, six and over 300 pounds, and I've decided to start eating less but more often again, it, which is something I did when I lost a lot of weight, um, you know, like seven years ago or whatever. And so I will have, you know, an apple for a meal or I'll have, you know, one soft taco if we go to Taco Bell, that kind of stuff. So um, it's not quite as filling 
But uh, what's interesting is if you get to eat like every three hours, then, you know, it's not that big of a deal because it kind of keeps you going. So I appreciate the comments. Appreciate you guys uh, being in the comments. And, um, you know, that makes it easier for me to do filler, you know, when you guys are commenting, that kind of stuff. So you could go ahead and do that. This is so fun. I'm talking into a tissue box. Um, okay, Danae, time's up. Come back. What happened? Uh, I, my filler ran out. Oh my goodness, that's terrible. What was your filler? Uh, I was talking about how I've been eating lately. Dude, we like lost all of our listeners. They're all gone. <laughs> it's what true. did you do? Oh, no. I'm just kidding. They all disappeared. Uh, that's funny because we do have, uh, we can see how many people are listening in certain ways, but then there's also people who are streaming, so we really don't technically. Did you talk no. about how you cut your finger on no. a piece of cardboard? No, you I have like a serious gate. I have a Ugh, serious in my finger. Oh, that's so disturbing. Uh, yeah, I just reached into my back pocket and there was cardboard in there, and Ugh. it just it just sliced. I don't like seeing that that's right through my disturbing. finger like this. Stop it! Oh, gross! I'm gonna hurt you worse. <laughs> you gotta put it's that fun. finger. You can away. make it talk. Aaron, Aaron. Hello. Oh God! I'm Aaron's finger cut. Look at me. Stop. Listen, guys. The inside of my mouth is very red. Okay, I've taken the Kleenex box. <laughs> I'm over in the corner. It's just you and I. And we're not going to look at Aaron anymore because that was really disturbing. Yeah, I'm so sorry. My finger is over here. My finger is over here. This is a really interesting cool. show. It's so Seriously, raw. put your finger. Stop doing that. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, I got fascinated. Yeah, I wanted to draw a little disgusted. eyeball on it. Can I, I draw a little? Can I okay. draw a little face? You know what? I'm gonna go. <laughs> no, don't go. It got really bad when you left last time. <laughs> it was just me talking about my stupid new diet. I'm gonna start getting text messages. <laughs> like, like, please the come show back. Is awful. Aaron is awful without you. I'm curious to, I went into the break room where yeah. there was like seven people all eating. And I uh -huh. said, so I was like, hey, Jibo, Neil, do either one of you guys want to come join the show? Uh -huh. And so now we have uh, a victim. Because <laughs> Neil is here. Hey, What's up, Neely Time? Check out my microphone holder. Isn't that nice? Oh, that's nice. That's classic. Can you describe what you're seeing? I'm seeing a tissue box with a phone stuffed in it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, it's like a jacket box, but it's a phone with a, in a tissue box. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah this was a makeshift, obviously. A little MacGruber, MacGyver yeah, action there. Yeah, it's Mick something. <laughs> Mick Denayer. So, Denayer. Neil uh, it works with us at Boost. Yeah. And he is a radio personality mm -hmm. for the first time. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want to just come closer, come closer, come closer. Yeah, so we don't I, bite. I wanted to I wanted to ask you how that's been like for you and not just with like fundraising this week because that's a new thing for you too yes but like you're just like and Danae experienced this like five years ago when she walked in off the street less and started than, doing less radio than four years ago so what's it like doing something new like that like what have been like your biggest you know kind of hurdles to get over well doing something new it's I think it's um, connecting with somebody without seeing them face to face speak speak into the Kleenex box <laughs> <laughs> um I think I, I was in sales and Mercedes Benz for eight years, and oh, nice. then you know, so you're talking to people face to face, and you have to establish a, a connection with them very quickly, and make them feel comfortable enough to purchase a car from you, spend hundred thousand dollars with you, in you know a couple of minutes. And um, radio is similar to that, but you can't see them, so that you have to kind of invite them. So it, it takes me some adjusting to um, really paint the picture mm -hmm. for someone with my words only, and. Um, and just establish who I am as a personality, so to speak. And who are you, Neely? And who am I? Well, 
it, it's you know it's funny. Um, when I first started, I had like three names. I was trying to I was trying to narrow it down, but Mike was like, "Dude, you gotta ditch one of the names." I had <laughs> Neil Hobson, my real name. I had Neely Time, which people call me, and then I had DJ Alexander, which is my DJ name. DJ Whoa. Alexander. DJ, that's my middle name. Nobody ever called me DJ Alexander though, but I was trying to force it. And oh no! It would never work. So we uh, need um, to talk about it. forced nicknames. We need to talk about. <laughs> it forced needs to be authentic. Okay. Okay. So my forced nickname was Furfur. Furfur? Yes. Furfur. Yeah, because yeah, my first name is Jennifer. Oh. My middle name is Danae. So I was like, I want to be Furfur, and then immediately regretted it because they started calling me Furfur. My really? friends did. And who wants to be called Furfur? Fur. Nobody. Please welcome Furfur. <laughs> so uh, my forced nickname uh, in grade school was Varky. Varky? Varky. With Varky. a V. Varky. Varky with a V. Because my initials are A-R-D. Okay. Ard, Ardvark, Varky. Ah. Uh, yeah. I don't know rough. why. Why was that something guys, I wanted? Guys, hold why, on. why was that what? important to me? I was like, everybody be calling me Varky now. Yeah. All right. This is how we roll. So, if we did a show, it would be Furfur, Varky, and Alexander. DJ Alexander. <laughs> exactly. I no. Yeah. You know, I was actually. I call myself Neely Time now because people just started calling me that. I had mm-hmm. a, I needed a, a email address, mm-hmm. so I picked up. I, I just put Neely Time because I thought it sounded cool when I was in middle school, and I needed YouTube at the time, so I, I got, I, I put that in the YouTube. And people just started calling me that after they went to the YouTube. I was so embarrassed, so embarrassed. But now you've now. embraced it. I've embraced it now. Okay, what would yes. yours be if for your old Yahoo? Like From your old, old Yahoo. Yahoo, yeah, your old Yahoo. Well, my Yahoo. old, my old, like the classic, like radio name is supposed to be your middle name in the first street you can remember growing up on. That's technically Seriously? supposed to be your DJ name. So what? mine would be Richie Navajo. Oh wow, that's, so, that's pretty strong though. That's, yeah, that's pretty I strong. thought that was pretty sweet. That's pretty yeah, strong. Either that or Richie McKenzie. One of the Richie two. Navajo is pretty. That's pretty, actually pretty cool. That's cool actually. Yeah. So wow. so that's who I am now, Richie Navajo. From just here on now. Out. Yep, just now. You guys <laughs> I don't think it's gonna stick. What's yours? If it was my Yahoo email, it'd be Turtle Girl. <laughs> Turtle Girl Twenty Two. Furfur or Turtle Girl. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm struggling. Very nice, B- BDG. Furfur Varky DJ Alexander in this terrible, horrible, no good, very bad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. Furfur. Yeah. It's like the character off of Austin Powers, like Furfur. Yeah, it'd be a bad one. <laughs> Turtle Girl is not much better. Oh, Honestly. but it was with Y's. T-Y-R-T-L-E-G-Y-R-L. Ah, so that game. makes it even better, right? Yes. Game yeah. Game. Oh, oh it mercy. <laughs> yeah. All right, Neely Time. Yes. You may not know this about uh, DJ Alexander here, but mm. he he is an incredible dancer. I, I you do. have on Instagram, YouTube. Are you doing YouTube? You got some dance stuff yeah, up YouTube. on YouTube? Yeah. So here's what I want to know. As a... Christian, uh-huh. and with the area of dance, there are a lot of Christians that have difficulty with some types of dance, some moves. Yeah. How do you like I navigate you that? How difficulty do... with rhythm in general. <laughs> right. no, that's true. Uh, no, how do you navigate that? Like, is that something you've you know had to deal with? Or are you how worried do I about navigate that? Navigate that. Well, Richie Navajo. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's it's sometimes difficult, honestly, because you know. Uh, it, I'm not making a shameless plug, but Boost has really helped because you have music now that's good that mm-hmm. you can actually dance to. Because before, there wasn't that much good Christian hip-hop or pop or anything like that. Right, right. And you were kind of forced to dance to whatever was out. So now... Um, Probably would be good to mention that that is what Boost 101.9 plays. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's positive. Really, really good rap 
yeah. hip hop, R and B, pop, and, Christian. And, music. and that's the that's the advantage too. I mean, there's a lot of music out there that you know. I mean, I, I still to this day, you, I go to a studio and I have to decide whether I'm going to dance to this particular choreographer's stuff because he has some very suggestive movement in there. Some or, hip accentuated. Exactly. The old bump and grind. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it gets, it gets, you know, sometimes I'm, you know, I'm married, you know, but it's just, um, it can get weird. Even the type of music as well. I mean, there's so much stuff in music now, so... It, you, you go through you go through battles and challenges and you go back and forth and even partnering partner dancing sometimes I do not just hip hop it's like a um, Latin dancing for instance that right fun. very sensual you, you know you hear me you gotta close. move those hips In, indeed you gotta roll them <laughs> you gotta roll them you don't <laughs> just like move the I pretend like I know how to salsa and I'm telling it's you I pretend like I like to eat salsa <laughs> you know it, it's it's a combination of both and uh, you have to you know the, the, the tango is probably off limits for me. I'm married. You know, <laughs> my wife's a little dance, too much. Do you watch So much. You Think You Can Dance when that's on television? I did. Uh, yeah, I do. I what do. do you think about that show? I think it's amazing. Yeah, I think it's yeah, amazing. I, love I, mean, it. I think they, I love it. these guys. Okay, are here's what here's crazy. here's my question for anyone who can dance mm -hmm. choreography. Yeah. How in the heck do you remember? Anything that you're supposed to do. I have no idea. I think that about Is other... it like ingrained? It's just like, oh, yeah, it's this next. You just know? It's or... kind of like Chipotle. When you know you want brown rice or white rice, you know, you get in the rhythm of just remembering, you know, which one to do next. And it's just, I think it's more... Like, it's muscle know, memory. Muscle memory. I think I think it is. But do you think that some people... That's why all these amazing dancers, by the way, are coming out of Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> because they get in there, they learn Chipotle, that. Chipotle, <laughs> random fact, Please. is going non-GMO. I love Chipotle. By they're way. one of the fir first restaurants. I think the only fast food restaurant that is no GMO. It's huge. Is that a type of car? No. <laughs> oh. We'll talk about food stuff. Yeah. GTO. GTO. Like, I want to think that I could dance, but I, I, I don't know that I. I don't know if I could remember. You could do it. it. You could do it. It, it. I guess it's just like if you put your mind to it, you do it. You really could. You really could. I mean, I, it takes some type of rhythm, but right. I've seen people that literally have like no dance ability at all. And they can dance in about a year. It just takes it just takes consistency, just like anything. So lots of practice. Yeah, lots of practice. And I think it's, it's don't you think you you kind of have to have a certain body type though too? Like I feel like I would be awful even if I put a lot of practice in. Like I'm on length, you know, like I'm tall. And you should still do it. Got these limbs. Who cares? And, you know what? I, I, the guy I learned from is taller than probably taller than well, by, by your size, maybe taller than you. And he's amazing. He can get down on the floor real quick, pop back up. So the best choreographer. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that yet. <laughs> We're working it step by step. Yeah, right. One time I asked him to do a handstand. <laughs> really? Oh, no. How did that go? <laughs> well, let's just say... Let's just so, let's just give me some props for being game. Okay. <laughs> All right? Game. Hello. For playing. Game. You know, I'm you know? willing to play so, along. So the wall was covered in soundproof from, like, the top of the ceiling, pretty much almost down to the floor. Mm. And he just, you know, took it out. Like, it was just Oh, this, man. It was like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> That um, was very kind. It was so much worse than it was, that. I, I crumpled. It was, like, I just, yeah. like, my, like, I went up to, you know, flip he up onto my arms. went to the wall, kind of go to the wall, this and, flip over. And my arms were not having it. Ooh. And so I just went down. Ooh. So that was the first time I lied to Aaron. <laughs> because I pretended like I didn't see it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear you see that. I, uh, <laughs> crashed into a wall. Yeah, it was, it was intense. And so he's, like, on the floor, and he's like, did you just see that? I was like, no. <laughs> 
It was bad. It was bad. Knocked over my sippy cup. Oh, sorry about that. Jabo, we're doing a show here. You hear me? Jabo is here. You know, I'm here now, so. The BDG says dancing is for everyone, like the hippos and alligators from Fantasia. That is a perfect example. It's a fair point. So you think you can dance? Brought to you by Chipotle. I am also amazed at. Well, really, any of the television shows, no matter yeah. what, like if it's a lot, if it's like a competition or whatever, it's grueling. It the, is. the contestants have to go through an incredible amount of yes. dexterity in their mind, in their body, in their spirit. Like especially even for like Dance with the Stars, stars that are not you know people who don't know how to dance in yeah. dancing, and you're you, you, know, you got like one good partner, and then you got one that doesn't know what's going on at all, right. and they get all hurt and such. That yeah, is, that's serious stuff. You see the guy on Dance with Stars has like. Um, like no arm, like no arm at all because of the show. <laughs> no. That's exactly why. I was like, oh Lord. Lord, that is terrible. What happened? That's a terrible lift. No, <laughs> no, but I mean, he's doing it. He could do it. I think well, he was born without an arm, something or something, like something happened. Something like that. Yeah, he was dancing with the alligators and hippos. <laughs> right. Like, Poor guy. What happened? For real. That's, I I watched a I watched a video of uh, it was the woman didn't have an arm and the man didn't have a leg or vice versa, really? and they had this whole choreographed dance together. Wow! And what was really beautiful about it is when I first watched it, I didn't notice it at all because mm -hmm. of the way that they were moving and flowing. And then as it went on, I was like, oh, that guy is missing a part. Oh, she is too. And then then the title of the YouTube seemed to make sense. It was he no arm, she no leg, or something like that. It was <laughs> it was. It was bad translation. He no arm, she no leg. I'm serious. It was really, it was like a shared from like some I don't know Chinese site or something. Can I show you this new video? It's called He no arm, she no leg. Or vice versa. I don't know. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, you talk about partner dancing, that kind of thing. And what's interesting is I think there are a lot of professions that deal with that when you've. You know, uh, you have a relationship, like a, a marriage relationship, yeah. and then you think of like acting. Yeah. You know, and like you know, <laughs> do, you know, <laughs> doing, uh, you know. I had a friend who had to kiss another woman on stage for you know, like wow. a, a stage play, and he's married and that kind of stuff. And you know, how do you, you know, are there different people that can just deal with that and are okay with that, and some aren't, or you know. Do you feel like it's wrong to partner tango with somebody if you're married? You know, like, how do you process, like, the morality of that kind of stuff? He asked a lot of questions, but let me add another one. Uh -huh. Do you need to consult your wife before answering? Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, Lord, that was a lot of questions. Um, let's see. Well, th that's a very good question, Aaron. Um, ah, Lord. I think oh, it's bigger skating Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, let's just be honest. Okay, now... If you're in a, if you're in a uh, uh, if you're in a, an actor, okay, you're acting right, uh -huh. and, and you're acting legitimately. And dancing is kind of like acting. And, and as dancing well. is acting as well. Yeah. However, <laughs> <laughs> you don't not become a man or not become a woman in the midst of this thing. Now, I, I, you have a, a mindset and you have a train of thought while you're doing what you're doing, but at the same time. That doesn't mean you're you, still you human. You still off human. everything that is you. Exactly. But exactly. isn't that? I mean, okay, maybe this is really strange to go into right now. But isn't that like normal? I think it's normal. It's oh, like it's okay to be to have like a glance at somebody or you look at somebody. It's the letting that thought or whatever really like fester and right. grow that sure. that changes things because I've you know 
I've loved a lot of people in my lifetime, and I just don't think that we're supposed to compartmentalize. But when you're doing something like that has a physical expression, you know, maybe like in acting or in dancing, there's something more tangible to it. And there's mm-hmm. something like, you know, there's a real there's a connection. There's a connection to make to it, it real and look real. It, and well, and there is a realness to it too. Mm-hmm. Like when you're really connecting with somebody and you're having yeah. a beautiful moment with them, yeah. I think if it makes other people uncomfortable, then that's on them. But if the two people are professional and then you know their spouses are also professional and they understand that that's it's okay to share a beautiful moment with somebody that's a partner, but you're not aligned with them, you know, right. in a marriage or you're not aligned with them like you're not going to just go run off and be like that dance was amazing let's go <laughs> let's <laughs> let's just go away now let's go to, let's go have fun together over here like it's i, I hate that, that why do we jump though but why do we jump from one to the other yes I, I that's think, true what did say? Here, hold on let me move our, our microphone to jaybo here well that's what brad pitt and angelina jolie did that was, that was really was upsetting very... i didn't even know they were dancers oh <laughs> Oh, they're dancers, all right. <laughs> Brad Pitt was married to Jennifer Aniston, and he was making a movie I with Angelina Jolie. Whatever you do. And then, <laughs> you know, the you know, right you know, yeah, right. You know, you know, you follow that girl. You know, you follow that girl. And then they did a movie together, and they fell had in chemistry. Love. Yeah, and they had chemistry, quote unquote, whatever. And they and didn't. They, they, they had like eight hundred kids. Well, and, and Jim Carrey has been notorious for that through his career. He'll oh, fall really? in love with his co-stars. and It's you hard know, not to. You spend like six, eight months, not sometimes a year, mm-hmm. with someone while you're and, and you're going through these scenes and going through But it's not impossible. It's not It's not impossible, no. You know, and there are plenty of professional actors and actresses who, you know, right. don't deal with that. You look at no. Tom Hanks. How many... You know, he is a has he- solid married <laughs> dude. I love Tom Hanks. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, and, and, and I don't know anything. And here's the other thing. I don't know anything about these people's relationships. That's true. I don't think about Brad and Angelina. I don't think about Brad and, you know, I all I know is the exterior, right? Right. And I don't know anything about Tom and Rita. You know, I don't know for sure. But from appearances, yeah, Tom's wife is named Rita, yes. First Isn't that right? I think what we're getting to is that it if the people who are professional and they have a solid understanding of what it means to like have an expression and you know have a moment whether it's dancing or acting or whatever and they can really connect and that's not a fearful place for them right if they're solid then it allows it to be something that people can kind of carry and see and and we we, we've even had people just recently had a conversation with somebody that compared even co-hosting to kind of like figure skating you know there's a lot of intimacy that we have to have to be open with each other and honest with each other and that kind of stuff so there's an element of it to be in order for you guys to have a, a smooth, uh, a show that's smooth, a connection, you have to have chemistry. Right. You know what I mean? And um, there has to be balance, of course. I think it's, uh, I think it's helpful for the spouses or significant others to yes. have an understanding of what goes on in dancing or co-hosting or and acting. a relationship with the other partner. You that know, I think it's so it's so uh, wonderful that my wife and Danae are such great friends. Right. You know, I love you, Jen. And then I'm good friends with Justin, with right. Danae's husband. Now you, you know, say, re- I love you, Justin. I love you, Justin. <laughs> uh-huh. That was so Three pats genuine. on the back hug. No, but you're you're right, though. It does it does depend, and you know, 
again, the BDG on our live show, man, you've got some really great comments. It's possible if you have an understanding of what love actually is, because love is very complex, mm -hmm. and it is something that's really sacred, and you can have an element of love with multiple kinds of people. I can sure. say to everybody in this room that I love you, right. and it's just a different element of love. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you share all of yourself, and maybe some people get a little confused and like right. maybe Brad and Angelina, I don't know. We don't know them, but like let's say that they did have a real depth and real connection and they went with it and now they've lived, you know, a good portion of their lives together since meeting and it's just you know. risky though. It's not why love is risky. Like I ain't stupid either. So I I have to I have to balance myself in dance to make sure I put myself in the best position sure. possible. Well you do have you know to I mean. you do have to know your partner and you do have to know like your real partner. And then your yeah. dance partner. Yeah. You know, you and have to partner isn't like, wife. Right. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> you do have to know each other. And and like Justin and I, we make sure to spend extra time together yeah. and really connect because, you know, Aaron and I spend tons of time together. Right. Mm -hmm. There's things that Aaron knows about my life because like we're talking every single day and we're connecting, yeah. we're talking about show prep, blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. And then I'll not have told Justin anything at all like <laughs> stuff will happen with my friends and I'll be like blah blah blah, blah. and I'll be like oh I didn't know that and I'm like yeah it's because I didn't tell you because I already told other people and I got it off my chest <laughs> so you know I have to and he's okay with that he doesn't you know get hurt like he's not hurt by it but right. I have to make sure that I remember I need to make sure to tell Justin you know these things or whatever and how long have been married Danae five years five years and how long you guys you guys been co-host four, four years got it got yeah it. So did it, you know each other before your spouses know each other now? No, mm -hmm. we all no. met purely from the show. Wow. Yeah, and our connection comes from the show. We like really love doing the show together, and That's then cool. our friendship was an accidental, you know, product of us meeting. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And it was very, like I said, it's very important to me. We, you know, we had Danae and Justin over, like that first week. Like that it yes, was even before thought we, that before we went live on that Monday, he had us over to the house to meet yeah. the family, mm -hmm. and then we make sure to go on like retreats. Nice. So Jen and Aaron and then Justin and I will go out of town for a weekend yeah, to every connect year, once a year mm -hmm. and specifically cool. talk about the show, talk about things that are going on. That's cool. Uh, and that's part of I think what it is. It's an intention. Like you know your wife Neil, right? And you know your wife's name is Neil too. No, <laughs> Neil and Neil. <laughs> it's really Neely time, <laughs> right? <laughs> that was a good talk. That was a good chat. That was oh good. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, well done, Aaron. Good question. Well, you know, bravo. Oh, Maybe sweat a little bit. But. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got about uh, ten minutes left. Although we might, we might actually need to cut this one a little short because I do have to be back on the air. Aaron has to go fundraise for real um, at one o'clock. Okay. But in these last few minutes, do you have anything from Fifi the Fetch Cat? Okay, so Fifi the Fetch Cat. This is a, a, a part of the show where I have been trolling the internet and I have found several articles I find know, terribly. Do you, do you ever have that pet? That like will bring you stuff and you're never sure what they're about to bring you. Like you never know what they're gonna drop in your lap. All right, guys. Yes. NASA wants us to guess the cause of the mysterious bright spot on a dwarf planet. I personally love that NASA is asking all the crazies of the internet the to weigh in. Science. Right. They're crowdsourcing science. There's these two dots. This is I found on Time.com, and there's these two bright spots on this dwarf planet, and they're wanting to know our opinion of what it is. Well, cool. So. If you want to weigh in on that, yeah, I'm no, thinking, let's figure it out for him. What Why wait? Is this is a, is this a dwarf planet. Huh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It probably has Those, some sort of crazy. That thing. is a giant creature's eyeballs. 
and they're Ooh. shining in the night. That's what like that a is. sand creature mm-hmm. yeah, from like, like Star Wars. Yeah, like a sandworm. Ooh. He's just he's just now opening his eyes. The Millennium Falcon's about to fly out. That's actually kind of terrifying. Mm-hmm. That is yep. That is a living being. What about you, Neely Time? What do you think that is? Maybe somebody trying to take a selfie. I don't know. It, it's, it looks... <laughs> it's a planet selfie. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a dwarf planet selfie. <laughs> Line things mm-hmm. up. I mean, it's that's weird, though. Right? Just to be honest. What do you think, Jabo? Hmm? What are the bright dots? People. Um, I PG-13, think... Jabo. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I just think people are afraid of the dark, whoever's there, and they're leaving the lights on, you know. <laughs> okay. So okay. it's a Hotel Six. I think it's a, I think it's a diamond a mountain. A diamond Ooh, a mountain. Diamond mountain. Yeah, it's like a diamond that. mountain. I think they should Better. name that planet Hotel Six. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a good idea. All right, Fifi, you got anything else? Yeah. So I have um, this one. Astronomers track baffling signal to kitchen microwave. <laughs> All right. This nice. isn't. So early this month, uh, there was a report of a legal battle between iRobot and National Radio Astronomy Ob- Observatory. And basically, isn't iRobot like uh, the production company of J.J. Um, Abrams? I don't know. Okay. But they were arguing over the use of a radio signal for commercial purposes, and um, they've been tracking basically the signal that kind of keeps coming up. There's a signal like this that keeps blipping since the 1990s, like this short burst of of this wave, and they thought that it was like an alien. Oh, really? But really, it's because um, it's a couple of microwaves in their staff kitchen. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just feel like I just feel like that would be a really hard day for people who have been daydreaming wow. about what the signal from space is <laughs> since uh, 1990, and then they yeah. realize that it's somebody like doing like a hot pocket. But Jim, you know, you just fried that in the microwave, and it happened again. Like there's a correlation. Anyway, I That's thought that amazing. was really interesting. That's, oh, that would be so depressing. That's so depressing. Yeah. Um, the other thing in the news right now that everyone seems to be talking about is the mom slapping her son for in, the Baltimore. In Baltimore, yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen that video, it is very interesting. That's so funny. Um, this mom basically sees her son looting, uh, and she goes, and she gives him a whooping. <laughs> on live TV. He's got a mask on too, by the way. Yeah, I don't know how she recognized him. It's, it's all nice. Must have been the eyes. Oh, moms know. Moms know. Moms know. Yeah, it's, walk, it's yeah. all in, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So he's, he's out strutting, picking up rocks and being silly, and she goes and she just, she whops him good. Down. Yeah, it, so I, I thought that was Also, she is, she's like, Put together, yes. Like she, you gotta. She's she wearing got a nice dolled shirt. up to go get her son and slap him on national I mean, TV. Like well, she, she looks good. I mean, she looks good. I, she's got great hair. She's just. I mean, here the camera is looking at the riot police, and then also it's like, oh no, that's not the story. The no. story's over here. No, because this mom. She's in bright yellow. She, like they're all yeah. in like decked out in black. <laughs> she just. I mean, she gives him three good pops to yeah, the head. This is like, and then she's not done. She chases him down. So I mean, there's no need to watch Mayweather Pacquiao. This is good enough. <laughs> Seriously, she's got a strong right and he's feeling it all across his head yeah yeah, yeah. I open like hand Neil, open what hand you that's said. what makes it okay you said something about losing his street cred earlier yeah he yeah. definitely lost that if your mama first of all your mama comes outside Number, second of all she's coming out and beating you while you have a mask on yeah you have mm-hmm. no street cred uh, yeah. The BDG says, "Forget the National Guard, send in the moms." <laughs> yeah. That's basically what this says. And there's 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 more that I found, but that's wild. You may go for another one. Or I think you're good. No, it is. It's time, good. isn't it? It yeah, it probably needs to be time. Okay. But um, 
But man, that's that's fun stuff. Thank you guys Thank for you coming guys. and hanging out on the show. Appreciate it. Um, very raw edition of Shoe the Dough Live. Yeah, this is or later. totally different. This is a totally different kind we of. We should call it show. Shoe the Dough on the Go. Shoe the Dough on the Go. Shoe the Dough on the Go Live or Later Show. Oh, guys, here's our outro music. Does that mean it's we're time. done? It's time. <sighs> well, if you like this. You can catch it in the podcast feed on iTunes and Stitcher. Mm -hmm. We'll yep. post it tomorrow. If you're one of our Patreon supporters, you can catch it uh, at your Patreon page here in just a little while. We'll get that uploaded and ready for you. Absolutely. So, as always, check everything out at AaronAndDanae.com. And if you'd be so kind as to maybe support us with $3 a month, something like that, we would certainly appreciate it. Uh, and by the way, we're still looking at our next goal. Five hundred. Once we're supported at five hundred dollars a month, we'll do this uh, every day. Five of the week. days a week. Yeah, Monday through Friday. So whether you like it or not, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll, maybe we should make an intermediary goal, like something between five hundred, where we hey, go. You like gotta a, get back to work. No like ideas. Second, this is not idea like a second time. Day of the this week. is in the podcast. I don't like time. that. All right, we're like going. That. We're going Let's now. Let's do that. Fur and Verky. <laughs> And DJ Alexander and whatever Jabo's crazy Jabo, what's name your is. crazy name? J Bizzle! J Bizzle. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.